The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our epistle reading for this past Sunday, the eighth Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 to 14, the opening portion of Paul's letter in which we hear him thinking about those Colossian Christians and thanks God for them and praise for them. Paul said, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the holy and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints, the faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven and that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. All over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and understood and understood God's grace in all its truth. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with all knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. My dear friends in Christ, the Apostle Paul begins his letter by thanking God for his fellow Christians at Colossae. Well, thanking God for all fellow Christians, of course. But thank God for those fellow Christians. Then, then he prayed that they grow in their knowledge of the gospel. He also prayed that they would experience the power of the gospel so that the gospel could work some real changes in their lives. Paul said, we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing good fruit bearing fruit in every good work, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. Paul was praying. He wanted them to be bearing fruit. And now just think about this. When you have a fruit tree that, that has many leafy branches but has no fruit on it, 
What does that tree need? Well, that tree needs some good pruning and some constant care so that it would end up bearing fruit. So Christians, what we need is we need that constant care and, and that pruning at times so that we would bear fruit, so that there would be evidence of the faith that's in our hearts in the lives that we live. And that constant care, that pruning, well, think of the pruning first. That's the preaching of the law which works on our lives to show us our sin, to tell us what we deserve because of our sin, to remind us how we want to fight against sin in our lives. And, and then the gospel, that's that power of God that builds us up and strengthens us in our faith and, and enables us to bear, well, bear fruit in every good work. Sunday's Gospel reading in which we heard about, oh, the parable of the Good Samaritan, that illustrated that point for us. Our Savior, he doesn't want us to be, well, we could say like leafy trees without fruit, which was like the priest and the Levite in that parable. They were supposed to be religious people. You'd expect them to be bearing good fruit, but what happened? They saw the injured man and they left him to die. What God wants to see in us is not their actions. He wants the love of Christ to shine in our lives like it did in that good Samaritan's life because what he did is he stopped. He cared for the man, took him to an inn, paid the innkeeper, even gave him extra money so that, so that he would be cared for. Well, God wants to see his love in our lives. He wants to see the light of the gospel shining through all that we say and do. Well, Paul also prayed here that they'd experience the power of the gospel so that they'd be strengthened with all power and have great, he says, patience and endurance as Christians, as we Christians come to know our Lord more deeply, what he does is he gives us the spiritual strength that enables us to say, to join the Apostle Paul in saying, I can do all things through God who gives me strength. Through the gospel, through that power of the gospel, the Holy Spirit, he also fills our hearts with God's strength strength not sparingly but to overflowing he pours down that power of the gospel into our lives he gives us strength to live our christian lives confidently and without fear he gives us courage to endure hardships and persecutions and temptations with with brave patience that's what he says here he gives us even the courage to forgive those who would sin against us, even when they deeply sinned against us and really hurt and harmed us. Finally, what Paul also does here is he prays that those Colossian Christians, that we also would experience the power of the gospel, the gospel's power, so that we would always be joyfully giving thanks to God the Father for all of his 
grace and mercy in our lives. Like the Colossian Christians, we have experienced the gospel powers. We know that on our own, without God, we, we would deserve his wrath and punishment. We're undeserving sinners. We know, like the thief who was crucified with Jesus, we know that what's happened is that we deserved eternal punishment, but we've been rescued from the dominion of darkness, from the hell that we deserved, and we've been brought into God's eternal kingdom. So how can we let a day or, or even an hour or a moment for that matter go by without thanking God for the power of the gospel, for everything that the gospel tells us that Jesus has done for us? And so let's pray. Let's pray that we and everyone would experience the power of the gospel and know what our God has done and keeps on doing for us. The gospel's power really is something that is amazing. Years ago, I remember a three-year-old little guy. He had just heard the story of Zacchaeus, and, and after hearing the story of Zacchaeus, he said to me, Jesus changed my heart. Oh, and how it touched my heart to see the power of the gospel working on that little guy's heart. And, you know, right now, as I'm sharing the word of God with you, well, as the story of Zacchaeus touched that young guy's heart, I know that the word of God you're hearing right now, what it's doing is it's touching your heart as well. It's touching your heart as well. It's touching your heart. And that wonderful power of the gospel is something that you and I can share with those who don't know Christ, with those who might be weak in their faith, with even those who are strong in their faith, so that that power of the gospel can work on their hearts too. So they can experience the power of the gospel. So let's keep on praying that we and all people would experience the power of the gospel know how Jesus lived and died for us, how he paid for all of our sins, how he won heaven for us who need Jesus because without him we couldn't have that heaven. But the power of the gospel means we sinners can look forward to eternal life in heaven. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus to be our Savior and thank you for giving us our fellow Christians. Build up our faith so that we are doing everything we can to encourage and support one another. As we do what we can to encourage and support one another, let's pray that we all keep growing in our knowledge of the gospel. And let's pray that we all experience the power of the gospel so we know how blessed we are in Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.